Um, but let's go to chapter 6, and in your Bibles, wherever they are, uh, let's open to chapter 6. And now we're going to begin the tribulation. We've been talking about what's going to happen, now let's get to the specifics. Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals. Now, you remember I told you that the book of Revelation is like a building with 22 floors? You've got to go through floor 1 through 5 to understand floor 6, where we are, chapter 6. And what happens in 4 and 5 is that Jesus is revealed as the lamb that was slain that has the right to open the book. What's the book? It's a, a seven-sealed, what most scholars believe is the title deed, the document that shows the ownership of the universe. And in the ancient world, scrolls were like rolls of paper towel. And what you did is you put a... You start at the most important part and you sealed with a wax seal right here the part you didn't want anybody to see. Then you rolled it up a little bit more and the part that more people could see you sealed and you just kept rolling it up and sealing it so that a person could only unroll it to the first seal. So that's what's happening. There's this big scroll rolled up and in chapter 6 verse 1, uh, Jesus Christ, the Lamb, opened so it's shut he breaks the first seal and unrolls the first little part of the scroll. And what it says happens is, and I heard one of the four living creatures, that's also from chapter four, the throne of God, think this is the throne. God is seated on the throne. The throne has a river of fire coming out from in front of it. Daniel 7, 9, and 10 says that. And there are concentric circles, first the 24 elders, the seven angels around that throne, and then all the angels stand, hundreds of millions of them. But up here are four creatures. They're called cherubim. I-M means plural. They're cherubs, we would say, but in Hebrew, cherubim. And they have four faces. Each of them, their heads are square, and they have a front, side, side, and back face. Ezekiel describes them. And they fly, the four of them, always facing. So they're flying around the throne, and they're always facing God with one of those four faces. So that's what it's talking about, one of the four creatures. Uh, see why you have to build on what it's already said. One of the four creatures said with a loud voice like thunder, come and see. So I looked and behold, and a white horse, and he who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given him, and he went out conquering and to conquer. This is the rise of the Antichrist. White horse, he conquers you notice it doesn't say arrows, just with a bow. So he, he has military might, but he doesn't use it. He conquers, as Daniel tells us, as a communicator. He convinces the world that he is the Christ they've always looked for. Antichrist doesn't mean against Christ. Anti means in place of. Now, he is against Christ, but he's the one in place. This is the saddest moment in the Bible. Jesus Christ, the creator, came, gave his life, poured his blood out, lovingly offers himself to all people to forgive their sins, and they reject him. And now Satan, indwelling a man, convinces the world that he's the Christ they should follow, and they do. Saddest moment. And that is the first seal. What this brings up in Revelation 6 is what I call the inexplicable mystery. Now, Again, where are we? Remember I told you, and this is going to be on all the quizzes and tests. Chapter 1, Patmos, Christ's glory, the things which you have seen. Chapter 2 and 3, the seven churches on earth, the things which are. Those letters to seven churches. 
the things that shall be after, start in chapter 4 onward, it's the church around the throne in heaven, the tribulation events, 6 to 18, that's where we are, Christ's second coming, then the millennium, great white throne, then heaven. Remember that because it's on the quiz uh, on Thursday. This that we're talking about is the first event right here after the rapture. The very first thing that takes place is the Antichrist, because he's been restrained, 2 Thessalonians says, by the Spirit of God, especially through the permeation of the world. People are all over the world that know Christ, and that inhibits. It's like control rods in a reactor. It inhibits the devil from doing what he wants. And so when they all are evacuated, he just takes off. By the way, Satan has always had an antichrist. Do you realize that? Uh, he, he doesn't know God's plan, but he's ready. He doesn't know when God's going to let him loose to do what he wants, but he's ready. I believe that the Caesars were believing that they would run the world and get worshipped. They all wanted to be worshipped. I think Genghis Khan conquered the world. I think Satan thought Genghis Khan was going to make it, that he was going to conquer the whole world. You know, the Mongolian invasion. They went all the way from basically where uh, Manchuria is over there by China and Japan and went all the way to Europe and conquered. I mean, it was, the Mongol invasion was unbelievable. They didn't make it. Hitler thought he was the one. Boy, he got close. He had the exterminate the Jews part down. But God frustrated his plan in Romania, of all places. He didn't take the oil fields of Romania. He bypassed them, and his tanks ground to a halt. They didn't have enough fuel. And, of course, a lot of other things, and the war uh, went on. But Satan has always had an antichrist. Finally, this one steps forward. Satan inhabits him, and he begins to conquer the world. Uh, once again, um, the church is on earth, when the church goes to heaven, and while we're up there at the Bema seat of Christ, the tribulation starts. Uh, understand that the book of Revelation is telescopic. In other words, the seals, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, the seventh seal opens the trumpets, one, two, three, four, five, six, and the seventh trumpet opens the bowls. And so it's almost like one of those... Um, um, Matryoshka dolls or whatever they call them in Russia where it's a big doll and you lift the lid off and there's a smaller one inside so you lift the lid off and there's a smaller one and that's how uh, the, the whole book of Revelation these judgments are you start seeing this but it just telescopically unfolds and keeps going until we get to the seventh bowl in Revelation 16 and uh, the first half is three and a half years Daniel tells us that and the the Mid-year mark or the mid-tribulation mark is when the idol is set up in the temple in Jerusalem and has to be worshipped, and we'll get to that. Basically, this this uh, telescopic. Let me get to this. These start happening and they start accelerating. Uh, you know, first there's peace, then there's war, then there's famine, then there's death, and then there's this this uh, martyrdom. And then we get to the, the uh, huge catastrophic climate change and uh, weather. But basically, when God starts in chapter 6, verse 12, God starts shaking the whole world. Basically, how I describe this is scary times. In verses 15 to 17 of chapter 6, shaken inhabitants of the earth scream, 
for the rocks and mountains to fall on them. They're, they want to die. They say, this is too scary. To, I, it's like you're in a nightmare and you want to wake up. Only they're in a nightmare and they want to die. They can't take it. Basically, the whole world is like a global horror movie. And what's amazing in Revelation 6 to 8 is only the movie trailer. It's only the start. It's only an overview. All those things happen. A fourth of all the people die. Look what it says in chapter 6. It says in verse 8, And I saw a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on him was death, and Hades followed him, and power was given them over one-fourth of the earth to kill, with sword, hunger, death, and beasts. What's beasts? Alligators? Bears? No. There aren't enough snakes and bears and lions to kill a fourth of the people. It's bio-warfare. You understand that the Bible uses a word that the first, the man, Anton von Leeuwenhoek, the man who, the Dutch man who invented the microscope, he was a lens grinder and he finally ground some and went, whoa. In his first recorded words in his journal, when he looked at a drop of water from his bucket in his house, he went, what beasties? And he wasn't talking about, you know, the beastie boys group. He's talking about the little squiggly things in the water. And what he was seeing was microbiological life, tiny life. Did you know pathogens are more deadly than other, you know, like atomic bombs? There are only so many atomic bombs, and you've got to deliver them, and they have to go off. But you release pathogens, and they go from human to human to human. So when the real horror is unleashed is in chapter 9. And we'll see this tomorrow. We're going to do an angelology. We're going to study angels Angels, did you know the worst angels are in prison right now? They are so bad when the angels fell that God's never let them out. They're, they're hiding down there in gloomy darkness, Peter says. But in chapter 9, verse 3, God lets them out. And it's unbelievable what happens.